Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Hilarious Society. Laugh about it, laugh about it, laugh about it. <laughs> big news, big news, big news. This is our first podcast in San Diego with my new roommate, AK partner in crime, AK fellow Mexican, Cesar Chavez. Cesar Puede. Let's go, baby. Um, but anyway, guys, I know it's been a little while since we've been away from the podcast, but we're back now, so. Welcome back. So this episode, we're just going to let it rip off the cuff, as they say. Um, we're kind of just going to talk about, like, I guess how life's been the last month or whatnot. Um, moving to a new city, kind of living in San Diego and whatnot. So let's just get into it. So Caesar, Mr. Caesar Chavez here, we started working together back at the good old Poor House. Um, shout out Poor House. And he got into solar. I was burped right there. Got into solar with me. Or with me. I'm God, I'm my long day. I started doing solar. He started doing solar. But you you bet on yourself. You sent all the chips, moved all the way down to San Diego, only knew a couple people and started working at the company you work at now. I don't know if uh, – we won't name drop. But it's a good solar company out here. And uh, ever since I moved away to Chico, I've always wanted to live in San Diego. So, brother, thank you for having me in this glorious city of San Diego. Um, but how yeah. Like, how do you like the place so far? Dude, it's been sick. So I've lived here a very long time. I mean, God, we're going on 13 days. Um, and it's been, I don't think I've been here 13 days. But it's been honestly really exciting, dude. I can't be more uh, happy to be down in San Diego. Like, um, just the environment, um, the people that we work with, the just the vibe, the women. There's a lot of beautiful women out here. <laughs> Gotta love them. And um, yeah, dude, I'm just really thankful to be out here. I think one of the coolest things about living in San Diego is the fact that obviously you're so close to the beach. Yeah. Um, and like basically anything you want to go do is within a 15 to 10 minute drive. Like went to the Padres game last week. We went to uh, went to a couple clubs, but <laughs> went to some bottle service. And uh, yeah, things have been good though, dude. But what about you? When you first moved out here, how was like the transition, I guess, from living in Northern California to the southernmost part of California? Um, yeah, so my, I mean, I've been here for almost a year now and it's been nothing but amazing to me. Yeah. This is one of the reasons where like, I, I'd never been to San Diego prior to me. Oh really? Right I didn't know that. It was, it was, Damn, uh, you went out on a whim. Yeah. It was a huge change. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I just had to do something different. Like obviously I, I told you like the story, like life was shit back yeah. home. I had a lot, um, a lot of like mental shit going on yeah. that I did I'd never experienced before so I didn't know how to handle it didn't know what to do right. um I just know that I, I had didn't know where my future was going and I was kind of like one of those things where like if you don't like where things are going like at some point there's only so much complaining you can do before you actually do something about yeah, it yeah so I ended up taking like a huge leap and I I I'd heard from you 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 actually start you started in sales before I did mm-hmm. and I something I don't know exactly what, what it was that I'm like, fuck it, let's give it a shot. I just knew I didn't want to work for a small company and I didn't want to do it in Chico. Yeah. But our mutual friend, Nikki, mm-hmm. uh, he actually Shout told me. Nikki Lee. Nikki Lee. Yeah. Uh, he actually told me that someone tried to recruit him, which was Mike. Yeah. Um, good old Mike. Good old, yeah, yeah. So I ended up getting like on the phone with him and I think we had like, he interviewed me over the phone. He's like, hey man, I think like we don't usually take people from like across the the state uh, i mean he was probably selling me at that time <laughs> yeah <laughs> this man always... everything's a sale yeah but but uh he said i mean we have a combine essentially a, a new hire 
like in two weeks or so. Yeah. You know, you think I would get you a, be able to get settled in here, and I was like, that's no shot. No, yeah. not enough time. I hadn't found a place to stay. I didn't have a job there. I was still working at a place here. But um, I don't know. I mean, I took the gun. I told him, right, I'll figure it out. I'll be there in two weeks. And yeah. within two weeks, I was down there. Um, the change was, I mean, the change here was just like, it was it was weird. I mean, at first, I remember in a new city, like, 10 hours away from all my family. Yeah. Uh, didn't really, I mean, I knew, I mean, I knew Nikki. That's pretty yeah. much it, which honestly, I still tell him to this day, like, he was a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me being able to adapt here because he just brought me into the whole friend group and right. made my transition super easy, which is honestly what I tried to do. With, I wanted to do with you, yeah. Which is why we went to the baseball game because that's like the first thing I did when he was here. Yeah, he, he told he took me out uh, to the baseball game with all the friends. We just went to the beach. He like he's like I didn't feel alone, which was the best yeah. part here. Um, but now I mean a year now I mean I'm doing great at work. I am, you know I mean. Dude, thank you, Sunrun, for the opportunity. I'm yeah, not we sure. Shout him out. Yeah, we yeah. shout him out. Yeah, Sunrun, let's get it. Yeah, so. The league. It's, uh, it's been an amazing opportunity. It's changed my life significantly, and I'm surrounded by people that are uh, insanely outgoing and are looking like to do like big things with their lives, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm still here. I'm... I don't know. I mean, I've told so many people about this job, and I feel like a lot of people don't really believe the smoke. They yeah. Think, yeah, they they think, they think that, I don't know, man. I mean, you've taken you've taken the pipe. P.F. has took the pipe of one of our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. We got Cam. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, it's worked for all of us. So, you guys are looking to come to San Diego. Recruitment. Job. Recruitment. Just hit up your boy, Cesar Chavez, on Instagram. I, don't, I honestly don't even get on it, but just... Uh, Come down here. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful place to live at. It's nothing but good people, and you guys will always have the boys. The boys. Yeah, I think uh, one of the cool things, or I guess more of like, um, just like cool life experiences. We were kind of talking about it at, when we went and got some food today after work, um, and it's just the fact of like taking that leap, right? Because like, don't get me wrong, I've always wanted to live in San Diego. I've always wanted to be. Since I was like 14, 15, I always knew I was I was never going to stay in Northern California. I was never going to stay in Ventura County. Um, and so I've always wanted to be at the city. I just didn't know exactly what I was going to do. And then when I came across solar, I was like, oh, shit, the market's even bigger here. You make even more money down here. I'm closer to home. Um, so it's like it's a win, win, win. Yeah. But the crazy thing about it was I remember like in the first couple of days when I moved in, once again, I've only been here for a couple of weeks. But just sitting in my bed and like a little bit of um, – I wouldn't say anxiety, but more just like, you're nervous, right? You're like, fuck, I actually did it. Like, yeah. I pulled trig. I had a great job. I had a very, like, nice spot in the company. Like, I had a lot of friends and a lot of um, networks. But at the end of the day, it's like, the way I look at life is like, if you're comfortable, that's exactly when there's time to go. Yeah. The second you get comfortable, it's like, you're never going to grow in that environment anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying for everyone listening that, like, the company I work with wasn't growing or the people around weren't growing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for myself, I got to a place where I was very comfortable. Things were very easy. And I was relaxed, so I was like, fuck, I need to go do something else. Because the more you challenge yourself and the more you seek discomfort and unfamiliarity, God, I can't even talk. Familiarity. Unfamiliarity. You guys know what I'm fucking saying. Anyway, uncertainty, we'll just call it that. Um, but basically is when you are able to expand and grow because you're putting yourself in new, difficult, and uncertain situations that make your brain, body, mind, spirit adapt. And then you can just take that wisdom with you and apply it to the next spot in life. Yeah. And so for me, being down in here in San Diego, 
You know, working at Sunrun is extremely competitive, right? There's a shit ton of money. There's so many more sales reps. It's also way more expensive down here, right? Things are a lot bigger. And at first that can be overwhelming, but if you have this attitude and mindset, like, dude, it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. I'm not going to quit. And not even just in solar, but in life, like I'm not going to leave this city till I've conquered what I want to conquer. Then there's no way you're going to fail, right? There's that saying, it's hard to beat a man that never gives up. And being down here is kind of exciting because now I look at it like, fuck yeah, it's a new challenge. It's a new, it's a new environment. There's new um, vibes. There's new people. There's new sales tactics. There's new pitches. There's new ways to sell solar. There's new um, groups to hang around. And if you're constantly looking at life of like, you know, the next step or moving forward like a sponge, life will never get boring. Life will never get dull, right? Now, I don't know how long I'm going to live in this city. To be quite honest, I could live here the rest of my life. I say that now, who knows, in a year from now, I look back and I'm like fucking living in Texas or some shit. But the bottom line is, I think that one of the coolest experiences of living in Chico, which I'm extremely grateful for, and now moving to San Diego is, I went there, I did everything I wanted to do. I got my degree, I got a new job, I found my career, I made phenomenal friends and took all that, bagged it up, kept it with me, and now I'm bringing all that uh, you know, knowledge down to Southern California. I mean, I don't, so I don't actually get any question for, uh, Go ahead. I mean, we come from Chico where a lot of people, I feel like, um, get really into the environment of the mm. whole like party atmosphere, Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's a scarcity of ambitious people out there mm-hmm. i honestly if you were to ask me why i did the things i did i i, also, I couldn't tell you why mm-hmm. i just know that um nah, i don't even know why honestly <laughs> uh, I, a big a big reason was like just uh like fuck you i'm gonna show you to the people that like did yeah, think I I do this yeah. yeah and and that's like the only reason that kind of like kept me down here mm-hmm. and besides my family i'm just like i've always wanted to be able to provide and like the time of need kind of stuff. Yeah, so right. that's like, that's a, that's the only thing. But obviously you, you have other reasons why you probably came down here. What mm-hmm. would you say to the people that are Chico that you probably like, like hung around with quite a bit that you saw a lot of potential in themselves, but mm-hmm. were kind of just pretty much just like comfortable. And I mean, I know there's so many ambitious people out there that sometimes it just takes that little jump, leap of faith, Yeah, you know, or... You know, what What was that? What's that thing that you think people might be able to like look for or try to aim towards to being able to helping them make that like jump that you did? That yeah. You did? Well, I mean, I think there's, a, you know, that saying you can lead a camel with the water, but you can't make a drink. So at the end of the day, I think that there is a lot of phenomenal people out there. There's a lot of ambitious people. There's a lot of people that I came across in Chico that have a ton of potential. But at the end of the day, it's like I do know a lot of people that are just sulking every day, doing the same shit every day, and they're I I could see it in them, right? Like I've come across dozens of people, and they're like I feel like they're dying inside. It's like yeah. for all the partying's. Don't get me wrong, I love to party. Everyone that knows me, I always say this: I'm not a fucking monk, but the partying does get old eventually. Like that environment, it gets fucking old. Like it just does. And that's my opinion. I don't, people can have their own, but I could not live in a city like that every single day. Do the same shit every day. It would just it just becomes like. You got to get out. You know what I mean? And there are people that live there that have also expanded into other markets. So that's not even talking to them. But I would say those people that are doing the same shit that I see the potential in them, but they're not doing it for themselves. It's like, you have to sit back and ask yourself this very simple question. It's like, when I'm dying on my deathbed and I look back at my whole life, do I want to look back in my life and say, fucking A, bro. Why did I stay in this area with this mentality and this mindset and these habits um, that led me to a life of regret? depression, anxiety, sadness, guilt, resentment? Or do I want to be the person that goes like, 
oh my God, I can't believe I was scared shitless. I made this leap to whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be leaving the city, but maybe you go from one job to another or you lose X amount of weight or you talk to that girl or you, whatever, you start that business um, and you can look back at your life and say, oh my God, I fucking did it. And maybe I did fail, right? A lot of businesses fail. A lot of people fail at first, but you are so much more proud of yourself when you try something and you give your all and maybe it doesn't work out because the only way you can really fail in life is if you quit. If you start a business and it fails, you didn't fail. You just learned one way not to do a business. And how many fucking valuable lessons do you think you learn by failing at that business, right? You go talk to a girl and she says, not interested, right? I'm not, uh, whatever, I don't like you, whatever the fuck it is, no, right? No, not interested. I'm not out here yeah, I'm too old, a little solar tax. I'm too old. Um, but, and she says that, cool, you learn one way not to go talk to a girl. And you actually learned one thing to remove from whatever. So I think the hardest part about it is figuring out not who you are, but who you are not, right? You know, the, I always talk about the windshield wipers. There's a lot of things in life. And if you don't know where you're going and you're floating around aimlessly, like you're going to be lost as fuck. I don't care if you have all the money in the world, all the top life coaches, your family's got a trust fund, you're the CEO of a business. If you don't know what you want out of life, life becomes very dull and meaningless because there's no purpose behind that. And I think when you kind of figure out what direction you want to go, and like I said, I'm still learning every day. Maybe I want to do this tomorrow or then a year from now, maybe I want to try this venture, whatever. But at least you have a direction. You think of it like a, you know, like a large ass tunnel. The more things you cut out, the tunnel becomes smaller and smaller until if you really fine tune on your abilities and it takes a lot of self-development, a lot of self-awareness and a lot of time by yourself, the tunnel becomes so small, it's like fucking it. That's exactly what I want, right? You know exactly where you're headed because the tunnel is so small, you're like, there is no bullshit around. I just go straight through here and I'll get to my destination. And it's really hard sometimes because life becomes noisy, right? There's fucking a million things going on. You got politics, you got the economy, you got inflation, you got maybe a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you got your family, you know, shit happens all the time with people's families. Maybe it's your money problems, maybe it's fitness. There's a million different things going on in life and it can be very overwhelming. But the thing that I would suggest to that person, not to go too deep on a rant, even though I kind of just did, is that figure out what's important to you and more importantly, figure out what's not important to you and remove just two or three of those things and you'll start to see life become a lot more meaningful and you're gonna have more purpose, right? I always say if things come easy, then it's probably not worth it. If things are hard, then it's probably worth it. Like, for example, porn or a one-night stand or alcohol or weed or eating shit food. Once again, don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place. But if you do that all the time, it becomes pretty meaningless. It becomes pretty boring. But if you worked your ass off for the last month and you just got a $20,000 check and you want to go out, absolutely you should because you just fucking worked your ass off, right? There's a time and a place for it. But I think a lot of times people abuse things that are easy because it gives them a quick, quick dopamine rush. It's kind of like that false sense of, of, um, of uh, comfort that really in the long run just is so detrimental to someone's health because it's fucking up their, their overall ability to understand what's worth it and what's not in this life. So that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, that was a... Rant and a half. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> but I mean, hopefully people that are out there that have, I mean, that are listening to this, uh, this is, I mean, this is... So it's really useful information that honestly I feel like everyone always hears from from someone and it's it's weird once you're once you're already on the other side and got over it how cliche it sounds yeah because you used to hear it all the time it just never clicked yeah I know that everyone used to tell me like like I used to try to start a lot of things mm -hmm. and it was always the dude just like stick to one thing and actually my brother actually told me this so he's actually one of the reasons that I stuck to this job because I probably right. would have quit a lot longer. I was kind of, uh, the people that I thought would have backed me 
in like making this big decision were the people that like did it. Yeah. And that's gotta be tough. It sucked. It sucked. And, and I don't know, like that was honestly, I think it was, it was probably the hardest thing about moving down here. Cause I was, I, I've never, I had never felt like more like lost, like in life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no idea where the fuck I'm doing. I think like, I was, I was, I'm, I'm 26. Um, I couldn't stay at the job that I was currently at mm-hmm. just because I couldn't. I, I I knew that if I stayed there, like don't get me wrong, I loved it. It, it, it was fun, met great people, but I knew that if I stayed there another year, I it would just make it that much harder for me to leave. Yeah, and become more attached. Yeah, and then I didn't want like uh, like it was just really bad for me to work there. Right, like. I don't know. So I, I knew that leaving was like the only thing I could do just because I knew that being that close, the people that were around me, I, I, I couldn't grow with them in my life. It was just, it's, it was, it's never, I don't know, like, like my parents, like I love my parents. I, I just know that my mom's to my, I think I have real lazy traits in me that mm-hmm. I'm really aware of. My mom's always been super, um, like, motherly she's always yeah. taking care nurturing of nurturing and i think the biggest problem that i have is that i'm okay with that and i love that but i also don't like that because i know i can't grow with that i can't yeah. be around that and still be ambitious when someone's giving me all this right I, yeah. I would love that i would be able to moderate that and be able to still like when i'm home i am the laziest fuck. i tell my parents if i'm here i know that i'm coming here because it's like like essentially what I call like my cheat day. Because when I'm there, I eat like shit. I don't, there's, I don't eat clean. I'm fucking lazy. I'm just watching yeah. TV. And I'm just there to spend time with them. But yeah. I'm like when I was around them, I had people in my life also that that's what I felt like. And I was like, this shit's not good. I, I feel like every day is a cheat day being around certain people. Yeah. And I'm like, this was fucking like, I was, I was, it was fucking horrible. Yeah. So I had to get the fuck out of there. And being out here, like, like the first year, like this whole first year has been fucking like amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just wish I had my parents down here. Yeah. Um, but you know, now all I do is like, I, I want to make sure that with the money that I'm making, I can just fucking go take them on like a couple of trips. Let's go. Like when I do go down there, make things memorable. Like mm-hmm. I'm going back up for my, for my dad's birthday and mm-hmm. we're going to go up to Oregon. So I want to see if I can just like rent a cabin while we're like up there and yeah. just kind of like take them out somewhere nice. So, I'm trying to make the time count more, but mm-hmm. other than that, like, just, it, it sucked not having, like, the people that, like, I expected the the most support from, like, not be the people that do it. Yeah. You know, that weren't there. But at the end of the day, like, you gotta fucking do it even if they're not, you know? Like, mm-hmm. as respectful, and I told my parents, so my parents were actually the ones that were like, don't fucking go me home. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, I told them, I actually had this conversation with them. I told them that that shit was, like, the hardest part about, like, moving down here was, like, that they couldn't, like, back me on that right um and i told him respectfully like that was like the reason i like, I literally said to me like fuck you guys i'm show you guys like mm-hmm. with as much love as possible i'm just like yeah i want i want to show you that like your kids like grown enough to like make these big changes and like come out of it right, right? so i came down here and i was like because I'm, I'm doing this for them like you know like that's my big reason why i do a lot of the things mm-hmm. because i want to make sure that they're like going to be taken care of when they're older right right so i came down here and it's been amazing i like constantly just working on making sure that I'm not getting comfortable, right? Because like you get, you get, what is it? What, 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 what were we talking about? Where you get like, like comfortable, like you, you, you 
you know, tray. They're like, don't look at your bank account for six months. Yeah. Like, because you, 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 you'll have... Like, you can you, get like short-term, yeah, gratification yeah. and then like lose sight of the bigger vision for yeah. sure. So it's, it's like a big thing that's, that's here now. Like uh, you're living in San Diego where a lot of people worry about the money and now like you don't see that problem. You, you start losing that kind of like sense of urgency to go out Drive, and, yeah. yeah to, to work where big checks in your man yeah that's what yeah that's what i was thinking so yeah. now it's just like now my biggest reason is like making sure that you're set up that cam set up that ps set up that they're gonna make like they're gonna be in the same boat right yeah right and then to be able to like fulfill the dreams here because i know that your dreams are probably bigger than mine out here mm-hmm. right you're that you're trying to conquer this fucking city dude yeah. I'm, I'm fucking excited to see it happen yeah right like you're Appreciate it, brother, yeah. yeah like you're, we're gonna run it up together we got <laughs> You're 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 gonna kill it, and you know I'm just I'm just glad to be part of it. I'm glad that I'm able to bring people to experience the same thing that's helped me out a lot, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, fuck, dude. Anyone that wants to come to San Diego, like I'm, I mean, it's beautiful. Most people come to vacation. We're about to have all the tourists come in, all the college kids come in June, July. But if you guys want to try it out for like a summer thing, man, like, I would I couldn't I couldn't urge you guys enough to just give this job a shot. Like it takes. 60 days to figure out whether you can do it or not like we have a combine yeah, or you get fired yeah essentially you do get fired <laughs> yeah but 60 days give it a shot yeah. if, if you think you got what it takes it'll change your life um but but yeah man i mean enough of what work you know let's uh yeah well i know i'm just letting you experience it's good to it's good to like just whatever's out the dome but no dude um yeah I, I think one of the hardest things to master especially as a young adult making great money um and basically having the world, not at your fingertips, but like there's, you know, we're single, we're, this job's paying phenomenally, like there's, you can really do whatever you want with it, um, but it's finding that gratitude and being thankful, and it, I'm, it's cool to hear you talk about that, because something I've really tried to myself figure out, or really uh, be self-aware of is like how lucky and grateful I am, like my parents sacrificing everything they did, like shout out Ohm Solar for everything that they gave me an opportunity to be here at. Um, everyone that I met in Chico and at the end of the day it's like I'm still grateful but you also have to understand it's like being grateful is phenomenal but you also have to keep going right I feel like there's a lot of people that are like so grateful that they literally become comfortable and they're like you know this is I'm so I'm so grateful that I'm comfortable and I'll never be like that I'll always be grateful but I'm grateful and I still want more for sure I'm thankful for everything around me but I'm going to keep going up right What's, what's like in your bucket list to do in San Diego Besides, list. besides golf, because we already yeah, know yeah. that. Bucket list, like if I from ten year ago, like no, I mean, I mean, you're new to the city. You've obviously like probably been here before, right? Yeah, like, you've been about, like half a dozen, dozen times in my life. Right, before but I moved down. you're usually have you been over twenty one in this area? Yeah, actually, yeah. crazy. Talk about full circle. This was the last place I came before COVID nineteen fucking hit. Me and my dad and my sister took a trip up here, February twenty eighth, twenty ninth, because it was leap year, and March first. We partied in Gaslight. It was so weird partying with my sister and my dad at the club. And I was being me. Oh. Spazzing on whatever and everything. And my dad was just watching me. But I was like, fuck it. We're I mean, your dad's pretty much like you. Yeah, but my sister's there too. It was weird. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but we had a, it was a good time. And then like the world shut down two weeks later, which is another thing. Don't take shit for granted. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, being here, being in the city is so awesome because it's just like there's so much opportunity. And yes, like I talk about, like the girls here, all jokes aside, like they're beautiful women. Like there's some beautiful women. It's, it's about what's inside though. That's what I was going to get to. There's a lot of beautiful women out there and there's a lot of women that are stuck up that are beautiful. But it's hard to find a woman that's got a great personality and it's also beautiful. Me and Caesar are always talking about this because 
Obviously, I don't want a chick that's super stuck up, but I do appreciate some good looks. And Caesar really appreciates the personality and the looks come with it. And so I think it's kind of all about what you want in this life. But I was going to get it. I didn't want to ramble on the women, but since we're on that. Right now, I'm just here to have fun, right? I don't really know what I want. I'm probably not looking for a relationship. I'm just really here to just have fun, figure it out. And it will come when it does. I think that me and my mentality has to also change. Like I've been saying like, oh, I'm going to settle down when... Once my once I make money and I started making money in solar, and then I was like, all of a sudden now once I graduate, and then I graduate, and then it's like all of a sudden it's like you can't rush it. It's gonna happen when it happens. When I find that right girl, which oh dude, when I find the one, bro, everybody that knows me will know because <laughs> I've not been cuffed. Oh my god, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. So when I actually like throw the dice and go like, all right, fuck it, all in on black, everyone's like, just know that's the one. Everybody like, okay, this will Nick's he's in love. But anyway, bottom line is. I'm really excited because there's so many people that I get to meet, right? I'm, this city's over a million fucking people, right? Um, Chico, fucking 110,000. Simi Valley, 150,000. And it's like the things that I want to do in my life with success and, you know, just the name I want to make for myself, I need more people. It's a numbers game, right? And so being the city, I think one bucket list goal would be to like, I don't know, obviously maybe own a house out here one day. Be like a local name. For all of you guys that know me, I'm literally uh, – listen to damn near everything Grant Cardone says except for the fact that he's a Scientologist which is kind of whack I don't know if you knew that it's kind of whack he doesn't talk about that though but anyway he used to live in this city actually and he was in La Jolla and he said that talking about comfort and discomfort he used to run La Jolla he's like I was like the mayor of La Jolla I was talking to all these girls making all this money but I realized I couldn't grow in this city anymore so then he moved to LA met his wife Elena and now you know he think he lives in Miami but the bottom line is it's like I want to come in here and conquer this area and not in a way that's like on the shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in a way that's like people recognize me for my successes, but I'm still true to who I am. You know, I'm still giving back to the community. That's a big thing. I'm recruiting people as well. I'm giving other people an opportunity to be successful. Um, and I like make a difference, you know, and you got to start somewhere. So it's like now that I'm done with college, now that I've, you know, lived the party life, you know, I've lived in Simi Valley, kind of have best of both worlds. Now I can like finally like hammer down and be like, all right, what do I want to make of myself here? And like I always say, 725 trillion times, success is different to everybody. Whatever you're in, whatever you focus on, whatever you're into, that's fine. But for me, I really want to make a fucking difference in something that's like mega scale, like make millions, but help millions along the way as well. You know, be someone that's remembered. Like my family can be like, damn, this fucker Nick actually made it. We all thought his dumb ass was going to be dead or, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My parents just think I want to die. Um, but anyway, yeah, dude, I mean, if there was one thing, like, okay, here's a good question for you, Caesar. If there's one thing, right, like, you could, you could go back in your life, right, sure. into this point right now, and you could redo it all over again, what's, like, one, I know, it's a deep one. I mean, I, I mean, you know what conversation we had. Yeah, yeah, okay. well, I don't mean like so, that. We don't to... <laughs> so that's one like business. Thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't had any business, but go ahead, continue the question. I was just going to say, if you could like go back and relive the life that you've had, but we'll say, because we're on this topic of like location, live anywhere, where would you want to live? Like, do you think San Diego would be the spot you end up being at? Or What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, if sorry, I, if I, I look, could, I'll be honest. I look, you don't know where that question was going. Yeah. Like. I thought you were going to say if I could I like, go ran. back in life and like chain a couple things. Redo it? Yeah. I mean, that's like a, that's a thick question. Um, I do believe that like what, what you go through makes you who you are. Yep. And like, 
you know, even if we kind of like mix both of the questions that you asked, yeah. what if you like for a part of your life that would essentially be the same, you just lived some place else? Mm-hmm. I mean, that one would honestly impact my life quite a bit. I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles, like South Central Los Angeles and Watts. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a huge like blessing to like, be able to be able um or have our parents like get us out of that place yeah it was just like the the schools the school system was horrible and there was not a lot of room for like for growth there i mean yeah. i know that i i know a lot of my friends that like or people that i grew up with that actually made they made it made something out of themselves yeah right? it, it was just i don't think it was would have been for me if I would have stayed there, I could have seen myself end up in like a really shitty hole. Mm-hmm. So I always, I mean, actually, I had this conversation with my parents all the time. I mean, they've done so much for me, and I always want to make sure that they are aware that I like I acknowledge these things and like I see them because they've taken huge risks to be able to just like be like allow us to have a better life. Yeah. So if I think most of my life I didn't, or you know, before I was fourteen, so my first fourteen years of life I didn't live in South Central Los Angeles. I feel like that would have taken a big impact on my on my life, but I think I wouldn't have seen this, the, the things that I've seen that make me feel so grateful for what I do. Right. So it's one of the things I, don't, I, I, like, I like where I'm at right now. Obviously, I, I want to grow, but my mindset now allows me to be able to be grateful for those things. I don't know if not seeing my parents struggle or not might have changed the way that I like see them in my eyes right Right. because i see them as fucking heroes i mean they're yeah. my, my my dad's got like the best work ethic and they risked it all for you yeah they got he has the best work ethic something that i strive for so i don't think i would change anything just because of the fear of i mean what if i'm not like the same oh you are yeah you know? yeah so there's there's a lot of things that i look back in life and honestly wish i could have changed um the way that i did a lot of things or went about them i've I've been nothing but flawed uh, most of my life, and I've hurt people that I care about. But yeah. it's, it's. I think it's the only thing I can do. And like, out of respect for what I've done, and to amend those things, like I can't stay the same, right? Yeah. So I have to be able to like grow from those things, so that I don't like. You know, it's you, it's it's one thing saying, "Damn, you fucked up," not knowing something, right? Yeah. Because I feel like we're all through a journey and we're growing, right? That like we're bound to fuck shit up. Yeah, right? it's part of life. It's the it's the it's the piece of shit that after they do it once and is aware of the mistakes and the reasons why they do the same thing, that they go ahead and do it again, right? right. I feel like that's what creates an actual like like bad human being. We're like, hey, you know, you fucked up. You realize your your problems. You're going back into the same like shit all over again. Right. And like knowingly going to probably cause these things, then you're, you know. But to me, I'm like, hey, like I've, I've heard people. I was like, obviously, you haven't been perfect. I need to like take care of my surf, my, myself, so that I don't like harm other, like you know. Yeah. So those are the things that I, that I would change. Obviously, always keep growing. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, like, fuck, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like have the perfect life, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do, but I'm happy. I fucking yeah. like you know for like for for what hasn't been like you know the last couple of years I'm, I'm I feel like I have a purpose and a direction that I'm like striving to and right. I think as a guy that's a huge thing like you don't even have to be rich you don't have to be like you don't have to have like nice clothes a nice car like if a guy and I think and I and I truly believe this now if a guy a man if you give him a direction or a job or a purpose to live by fucking 
That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need, man. Like, you know, like you could be rich, like you were saying, rich, like have a have a wife, have kids, and all, but you feel no purpose. You're fucking dead inside. Yeah, dude. Fucking dead inside. Fact. So I mean, I'm, so I'm, just wait. That's right. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. So I'm, I'm fucking. I'm really happy about my yeah. um, about where I'm at right now, and yeah. you know, I I want people to I I, I see people and and obviously like I want to like extend it when I see that because it's been such a like a game changer to my life. But I'm happy right now. I'm surrounded by great people. I'm surrounded by ambitious people, and you know, I you know like. Any life is good. Yeah. I think on that, Tad, on that, is like, because life obviously has its ups, has its downs. And I know, I got some Chico feet. And for everyone back home, that's not where it sucks. Um, but kind of going on that, because it's, to me, there's a lot of correlations with like solar and life and golf. I mean, it's the biggest, solar and golf for sure, but it all goes, it all goes hand in hand with life. And one thing that I've really like, got reminded again, like being back into solar and you know, golfing recently too, but is that like in life, I feel like those that succeed the most and that actually get the most out of life are the moans that are the most even keel. And what I mean by that is like, don't get me wrong. If you know, you got a wife and you guys have a kid, I don't expect you to just be like, oh, cool, whatever. Right. Or if someone dies in your family, I don't expect you to be like, yeah, whatever. But what I mean by that is like, don't let the highs get too high and don't get the lows too low. And I feel like to add on to that, it's like, for a length of time. Obviously, you know, if you close a deal or you buy a house or you find out your wife's having a kid, be ecstatic. But then it's like, you know, people, then you come back down to earth a little bit. Cause I feel like some people, they live this roller coaster where like, I don't know, someone passes away, which is horrible, but then they're in the rut for like six months a year. And then they think they find the next level of their life and then they skyrocket. Then they break up and it drops and then they get a new job and they're stoked and then they get laid off. And it's like, if you live your life like a fucking roller coaster, which it is, like you're gonna be thrown all over the goddamn road. But if you can live it with more of a state of gratitude and being so thankful for the moment now, man, it's like for you, Caesar, life is great. Me too. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful and I'm happy. But I'm aware tomorrow could bring the most unexpected thing and I'm ready for that too. And if you have this mentality of like, I appreciate everything that goes on, good, bad, or ugly, I know it's all part of my growth and development, then life becomes that much more rewarding. Because you can experience everything as a benefit to you. It's not just like, oh, well, X, Y, and Z happens, so it means I'm going to have a shitty day. Therefore, I'm going to have a shitty week. Therefore, honestly, I don't really, I'm not really happy with myself. Or X, Y, and Z happen, and wow, I don't know. It's, I don't want to like ramble or go down this weird rabbit hole. But bottom line is, it's like the people that are more, the most successful, and more importantly, the most emotionally stable are those that can be even keel. Like. You know, these guys walking around at fucking Sunrun. Yeah, they're happy and they have a good mindset, but like, they're fucking millionaires, dude. They're making all this goddamn money. I have a question. You said the most, the people that can be the most emotionally stable Mm -hmm. are the most even keel. Mm -hmm. Isn't it the same thing? I guess it is, yeah. (laughs) You're right. See, that's why I have my co host. This is the money co host. And I'm also tired of shit. But you're right. This fool got me to go to the gym like 6 30 in the morning. I'm fucking out of it. Uh, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Exactly. <laughs> Emotionally about. stable. I don't know where I'm going with this. But uh, I don't know. We'll wrap this one up. But yeah. bottom line is like, I just feel like one valuable, valuable lesson that I'm learning as I'm getting older in life is just keeping an even keel. And maybe those examples I used weren't good. Like obviously if a family member passed away, take all the time you need to get like to, rec- um, to experience those emotions. So I don't mean any disrespect there. I just meant that like when you have a really low moment, don't let it become a part of your personality. And when you have a really high moment, don't let it become a part of your personality. And you might be asking yourself, Nick, what the fuck? You're saying don't be happy? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. 
All I'm saying is I've met way too many people, especially in sales. I'm thinking of one right now in my head that every time this guy would get a deal, he was fucking happy as a dog. Look at me, bragging me about all the money he made, yada, yada, yada. And then two people would reject him on the doors and he's fucking, he would be like, fuck this. Why are people so mad at me? No. Why are people so mad at me? Um, he actually is pretty good with his emotions. Um, but um, you don't know him. I'll tell you about it after. But he would be like, fucking a pity party, cry about it, literally. And I'd be like, dude, you're fucking all over the place. Like, you're good at what you do, but like, you're too up and down, up and down. And life becomes way harder to live when you, when you, when you are like riding the coast of life. Like, you got to ride your own surfboard. And when the waves come, you ride them out. Don't be all happy that there's a high tide. And then be all sad when it's low tide. It was a crazy cool surf analogy because we're in San Diego. Yeah. Also, for those who know, I'm not really a big pink guy, but I got this fire San Diego Padres shirt. It's pretty sick. Um, ADHD going off right there. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Bottom line is that you got to understand this. Our final thoughts, and then I want to pass it to Caesar. Life is very short, right? I could be dead tomorrow, but I want to know that when I, if I were to die tomorrow, I'd be happy with myself. Like, damn, I talked to a lot of people. I did shit that I was proud of, but I always want to get more, right? That every day that you're alive, that God or whatever you believe in gives you breath, you should look at it as a blessing to go do something with your life. It doesn't have to be for anybody else, but what the fuck you believe in. You can be fucking obsessed with making furniture, like Joe Rogan says, and that's all you do every day, but it makes you fucking happy. Who cares about how much money's in your bank account? Who cares about what people are saying about you? If that's what you're passionate about, then do it. Do it all the way, though. Don't half-ass it. Um, and I think that having that even kill mindset and being aware of the fact that like you get one fucking life, you got to make the most of it because nobody is going to care enough about you to get you what you want in this world. And that's the blessing and the curse in a life is like, you look at these successful people and you're like, man, he's so successful, but nobody knows how many fucking hours, how many rejections, how many failures that person had to go through so that they can be staying at a stage on the goddamn basketball court, um, at a podium. One day, because they they just stuck to the vision. So trust the process. Caesar Chavez. Hey man, I you kind of I kind of spaced out there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I was just <laughs> but uh, but no, like obviously, like it, it was all it was all gold. I I, I assume it was. I assume this was right next to me. This <laughs> I, I'm just honestly, I'm I'm just happy you're here, and I mean, I'm glad to have you as a roommate. This sir. Is, uh, beautiful san diego here and i am i can't wait for all the all the all the great memories we're gonna make um great people we're going to meet the lives we're going to change and the way that our lives are going to change this next year so you know to all those people that want to wish us luck you know shoot nick a, a nice message tell him you guys miss him in san uh from chico i know he misses all of you guys he talks about half but freaking i don't know so many people i don't even know um you know he said he all these girls broke his heart so if you <laughs> no i didn't say that i never said i don't listen to this fool. no i'm not but hey, so if, if you're if you if you knew nay just 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 know that he's thinking about you guys it's all love dude it's all love yeah but uh anyway but now the girl thing that's he's joking yeah. um <laughs> anyway so uh I was going to say, yeah, this will wrap up another episode of Hilarious Society. The cool thing now that, you know, it's just me and Caesar out here and we're very similar with our mentalities, in case you guys couldn't tell by the last 40 minutes, um, is potentially thinking about rebranding the podcast into something else. I think Hilarious Society is great, but like 
kind of doesn't really imply what we talk about anymore. It's not really any more comedy, which I mean, I'm still all for, but I'm not really sure if that's the direction I want to go with the podcast anymore. So go ahead and comment on YouTube or text me or whatnot if you think that we should rebrand a podcast. It would be me and Caesar, and then we'd have some guest speakers like, I don't know, someone casual like, I don't know, maybe. Like, Dude, let's have Todd on this. On this yeah, Todd would be cool. Um, but yes, anyway, some people that are successful even more than us in the, in the area that we're trying to succeed at. But at the end of the day, guys, everyone that's listening, I appreciate it. Even if this isn't your cup of tea, I appreciate all the support. Like I said before, success is different for everybody. Whatever you want out of life is different for everybody. So I appreciate all the support that you guys give me because there's a lot of people that are going to try and put you down in life. And I felt like I've been very lucky to have a phenomenal group of friends and family around me that have only pushed confidence into me, which makes me even more annoying than I already am. So you guys are an enablers. Enabler. 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 No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, and so this is going to wrap up another episode of the Larry Society Podcast. Love you guys. I'm going to make you all proud here in San Diego. And uh, stay tuned because, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week. We have four podcasts dropping this week. This is KMCJ Raiders Radio, the voice of Moorpark College. Good.